Chris Howell Communications. This is Principles for Success, the Chris Howell Podcast. Success is something we all want to attain in the various areas of our lives, but it can be challenging. So in this podcast, Chris aims to have conversations with those who have achieved a level of success and hopes that principles they share will help you to remove the roadblocks and move you to victory, whether it's relationships, business, or any other area of life. Are you ready for success? Here we go. Thank you, Joy. Hello, and thank you so much for listening to the Principles for Success podcast. I'm Chris Howell. I'm your host, and I really appreciate you listening. Hey, I want to encourage you to also invite someone else to listen to the podcast as well. If you're benefiting from it, then hey, why not share good news with someone else who could also benefit from it? Today, we've got a great show lined up for you. Uh, I had the opportunity some time ago to sit down with the legendary gospel and R&B singer, B.B. Winans. And we shared a clip on social media this week, and it really has resonated with a lot of people. And in that clip, B.B. is talking about how to overcome adversity and to stay focused on your goals and really how to defy that voice of quitting. So, you know, that message resonated so well. We thought, you know what, let's share it on the podcast this week. Uh, Maybe there's some folks who hadn't heard it. And it's an opportunity for you to glean some of that same uh, information to be able to apply to your life, wherever you may be at this point, to hopefully get you to that place where you desire to be. So sit back and listen to this. It's only about a 20 minute interview. But again, I think there's a lot of nuggets packed within this interview that can really meet you where you are and then again give you those tools to get to where you desire to be and again i want to encourage you to ask someone else to listen to the podcast and we've got a number of things that we're going to be recording over the next couple of weeks so we have a lot of new great interviews coming up so i want to encourage you to stay with us and again appreciate your support now here's the conversation with the legendary bb winans i'm chris howell and today we have the wonderful privilege of sitting down with the legendary bb winans bb sir Thank you so much for the opportunity to sit and talk with you. Always a pleasure. Man, it's just hard to catch up with you. So anytime I get an opportunity to catch up with you, we're going to make that happen. (laughs) You know, it's um, always a a, a good thing to come rest. And so I'm I'm resting a little bit because it's been a lot of things happening in my world. Yes. Um, The number one thing that's been happening is a musical. I've been writing a Broadway show about me and my sister's life. And a lot of people... They know you, but they really don't know your Man. story, Man. you know? And so when you say Jim Baker and Tammy Faye Baker, they look at you and say, well, what do you know about <laughs> them? It's like, there would be no BB and Cece Man. if it wasn't for Jim and Tammy. Man. They caused us to sing a song together and made us a duet. Okay, now you have to unpack that a little bit more because, again, <laughs> some folks still like, wait a minute, what does he mean by that? What did he mean by that? It's, you know, me and Cece went down to PTL, Praise the Lord Network, to audition, a friend of ours named Howard McQuarrie was the musical director and he asked us to come down. And, and Cece got the part, but Cece was 15, I was 17. Mm-hmm. And so we went back home and my father said, well, she's not going over by herself. And I said, Daddy, I'll go down there with her. Yeah. I'll get a job at a grocery store so she can have the opportunity. Mm-hmm. My father allowed us to go. Long story short, my, my, my friend thought of, you know, you sing in the choir one Sunday and then when Cece sang the song Whisper, uh, amazing Grace, and she gets to whispers. You sing a ad lib over whispers, Man. and I did it. And Jim Baker came up and said, "Who, who's that that did those whispers?" <laughs> I thought I was in trouble. I was like, "I'm sorry, sir." He yeah, said, "No, no, you're going to be in the singers." And then he brought us the song, "Up Where We Belong," and said, Man. "I need you guys to sing this." That's how we became a duet. Yeah, you know, and so. In this musical that I've been writing for nine years, mm-hmm. it's a coming-of-age musical. It tells our story 
my family, my mom and dad, my brothers and all that. And it is coming to Broadway. It's going to open at the Alliance Theater in Atlanta, April 13th, uh -huh. uh, 2016. And then the Arena Stage in D.C. and then Broadway. That is awesome. Well, congratulations on that. Thank you, sir. And not only just having it on Broadway, but the fact that you're actually right. You, this is something you yes, wrote. Yes, yes. You know, you're telling your own story in the way you want it to be told and uh, having a large part in that project. Large part. Uh, Charles Randolph Wright, who's the director of the Motown hit, the Broadway show Motown, mm -hmm. uh, he was raised in South Carolina. So he and I wrote the book, and I have had an incredible journey, a learning experience with that, you know, especially when you come out your comfort zone. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've had to sit still and say, you can do this. Yes. <laughs> you can do this, really? Yeah, you can. I mean, conversation, you yeah. know. I told a friend today, and it's funny because, you know, the, 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 we, we talk about launching. The, the scripture says, launch into the deep. Mm -hmm. What I learned about launching to the deep. Yeah is that it's deep water <laughs> yeah. in the deep. <laughs> so it literally is deep, you know? It's deep. So it's like, uh-oh, I got to swim, yeah. you know? And you're out there sometimes by yourself and you learn how to swim. So it has been, for me, an incredible journey. Yeah. And I've learned a lot about me. I really have. Man, let's talk about that because I mean, so many times folks don't move out. They don't do anything because of that fear. You said something mm -hmm. that was so powerful. You have to constantly tell yourself, I can do this. Yeah. Talk about the power of self-talk and, and how it's helped uh, you in this process. It is, it is, it is so important. I tell yeah. people, and, and, and it's simple really too, I tell people all the time that my friends laugh and they say, you really like yourself. Well, I do. <laughs> don't you like yourself? Because if I don't like me, how do I expect you to like yeah. me? Yeah. And so I have learned, my father used to say this all the time. He said there was a thin line between confidence and conceited. Yeah. He said, and you're going to be so confident that people are going to mistake you for being conceited. Yeah. And so in being confident, you know, you reach those places where you hit a wall and you learn how to say, okay, all right, I can do this. I Ooh. can do this. There's power in words, yeah. power Absolutely. in words, spirits, words are spirits. So I, I learned over the I have a lot of conversations with me. Yeah. I have a lot of conversations with me. Forget just the spiritual things, but the natural things, yeah. right? Yeah. So I was 255 pounds. Yeah. I made up my mind I was going to be 180 pounds, right? Yes. So I used to make up slogans and talk to myself when I get on the treadmill because I hate working out, yeah. be it known. Yeah. Hate it. Hate it. But I do Not it. Like every, it. Oh, hate it. I hate it. I, I, I see people sometimes and say, well, you, you, you're one of those people that enjoy coming to the gym, right? He's, oh yeah, I loved it. Oh, I can't stand you, you know, because <laughs> I can't find that. You place. hate working out, and you hate people who love working yeah, out. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But I tell you, I'm on there every morning. I am, I am faithful, but I talk to myself. Yeah. Now, what are you saying to yourself as you're running on the treadmill? Oh, first of all, I talk to myself before I get on the treadmill. I said, <laughs> "Baby, now you know you ate that cookie." <laughs> You ate that cookie last night, didn't nobody force you. So now get on that thing. I'll call it paying back the banker. If you okay. rob the bank, pay the banker back. So I get on the treadmill and say, okay, now look, don't think about it. You're just going to do a mile. Knowing I'm going to do five yeah. because I don't do less than five. But when you do I that five one mile at a time. Oh, please. <laughs> and then you say, look at you, boy. Look at yourself. You're at two and a half. You might as well go to it. I mean, have conversations. Yeah. 
constantly because it encourages me to hear words in my head. Yeah. You know, and 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 that's that's it's a powerful tool. It really is a powerful tool. So I, you know, sometimes I talk out loud, but most of the time I'm talking inside to yourself. To myself, so people don't think I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so that powerful self-talk has allowed you to attain this goal yes. of 185 pounds. Yes. It's allowed you to move forward in this process yes. of now getting your production underway. Yes. Great thing. Talk about some of the other things that you've got going on and. Uh, well, I, I, I just I, I just got hired by Oprah Winfrey. She's doing this series called Greenleaf, and she asked me to be the executive musical director. Now, I've never been an executive musical director over a TV pilot. She told me I could do it, and I said, I can do it. And after I hung up, I said, ooh, I just said I could do it. <laughs> I ain't never did this before, you know, but it is... It is so important for people to step outside of their comfort zone, yeah. you know, and don't be afraid of being afraid. Right. You know, I have learned to find comfort in every arena that I walk into. Man. And as you continue to walk, that's yeah. my favorite word, mm -hmm. continue. Yeah. yeah. If you continue, if you continue, you know, when I got on the scale and I was 250, and I got on there, I was 249. Just continue. Yes. You know, when I hit that 185, I hollered. Yeah. And the people were like, what's wrong with him? I said, that's okay. Y'all don't know. <laughs> this has been a goal of mine for 20 years. Yeah. I got and you got to celebrate the successes in life. Yes, you know, sir. so many times we, we forget about it. We, we set a goal, we achieve the goal, and it's like we're off to the next goal. Mm -hmm. So we forget about the fact of celebrating this particular oh, one that man. we achieved. Oh, man, that's very important. Yeah. You know, um, I, I have a son who is now 16. I told him at dinner the other day, I said, enjoy. This is, yeah. this is the best time of your life. You know, when we're young, we feel as if, oh, can't wait to be 21. I can't wait to be 25. And so Maya Angelou said something to me that really changed my life. And she said, enjoy the struggle. Mm. Everyone's trying to get out of the struggle. Yeah. She said, but enjoy the struggle because it's in the struggle you find out who you are. Man. You find out who God is. You find out who other people are yeah. in the struggle. So I've learned to enjoy every moment mm -hmm. that life offers. Yes. You know? And there's a lesson there in every, in every moment. Man. I want to go back to something you said a minute ago. You talked about continuing. Just the other day, a guy said something to me, and I thought it was so powerful. He talked about the fact that every day, Quit shows up. <laughs> every day, Quit knocks on his door, and he tells Quit, I don't have any work for you today. Come back tomorrow. I may have some work for you tomorrow, but not today. And he just played that out, and I thought, man, that is so powerful. We have an opportunity to quit all the time, but man. why? You have to man. tell Quit, I don't have any work for you today. There's a song in a musical that I have to play. I play it over and over again in my head. It's very simple. It says... Mm -hmm. And I won't stop, cause I can't stop. And I won't quit, cause I can't quit. So when you just said that, it sparked it in my head because I've had to tell myself, you can't stop, you can't quit. And why can't I quit? Cause I just can't. Yeah. You know, there's a determination that's been placed inside of all of us. We just have to learn to recognize it and then unleash it. Yeah. 
through the fears, unleash it. Through everything, through the, any circumstance that comes, because tomorrow we'll knock with some other things that mm -hmm. we don't expect. But just release that determination and you won't quit. Man. You've had a successful career, obtained so many goals and so many things. What do you say to that person who may be just stuck in a rut right now and thinks, you know what, I just can't move forward. I would love to be able to do some of the things that I know God has gifted me to do, but I don't know how to start putting one foot in front of the other and getting it done. Just, just that, you know, I, you know I, I think all of us are guilty. We have these goals we want to reach. My father said, my father, I love my father. He was a, one of my heroes. He would just say some, he would say things in such, in a simple way. And he used to tell us, before you're international, you need to be national. Before you're nationally known, you need to be regionally known. Yeah. Before you're regional, you need to be locally, yeah. you know. And so, in, you know, I think sometimes people forget there's so much you could do right there in that circle you're in, which opens doors for those other places you want to go. Mm -hmm. So I would tell that person, wherever you are right now, whether it's music, whatever it is, yes. if you're faithful, to just those three people, or wherever you are, then that is what opens the doors to where you want to go. Yeah, that's good stuff. Folks will look at your life and they'll say, you never had any issues, you never had anything to overcome. <laughs> <laughs> You're BB Winans. Everything has always been easy now. for you. Chris, you're a comedian. <laughs> I didn't know you was going into comedy. I tried every now and again. Because <laughs> everything's been easy for you. Oh, please. But I guess if we had to answer a question, what has been the most difficult thing you've ever had to overcome in life? I, I remember, <laughs> you want the honest answer, yes, right? Yes, sir. I remember seeing this program years ago, and they were interviewing Mays, and they asked Beverly Mays a question of what he told this other singer, one of the biggest things he's going to have to overcome, hardest mm -hmm. things in life. Mm -hmm. And I said, wow. You know what my answer is? What is it? <laughs> <laughs> the I R S. Boy. <laughs> so I tell everybody why you don't think you need to, you need to. Yes. Pay your taxes. Okay. <laughs> that's a whole nother show now. You know that. We can that, do a whole show on that alone. But you talking about the hardest thing, the, one of the hardest things. Yeah that I had to learn and I made it through, but boy, yeah. woo, you talking about tanning yourself, encouraging yourself. Yeah. Yeah, that's when you-, you but, but it was a learning experience. For a you. learning experience, yeah. you know? And, and sometimes we don't think, we really don't think of all the things you need to think of when it comes to business or anything yes. that we, we, our careers and everything. This is a part of your career, take yes. that with you. Man. You know, and I try to encourage those who are setting out to to accomplish what they want to accomplish, especially in the entertainment world. It's like you need to learn this. You need to Uncle yeah. Sam is your uncle. <laughs> so do know all parts of your business. I like that all because parts. we don't think about that. We're we thinking don't. I'm gifted with singing, the ability to stand on stage and sing. I'm going to let somebody else handle that other part. But no, you need to be involved in that other part. Oh, you need to be so involved. And that was the thing. I thought yeah. things were being taken care of because I hired this person. To and then, uh, oh, yeah, Man. you need to be involved. Okay. Final question for you. Of course, you've done a number of things in life. 
the singing, singing with your sister, now the uh, Broadway production. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What would you like most to be rem remembered for? I take this again. I know I've been talking about my father, um, but I take what he said. Uh, my nephew interviewed him and asked my father, what does he want his legacy to be? Yeah. And when my father answered him, I said, that's what I want. Mm -hmm. And that is that I was a man who forgave people. Yeah. That I forgave people no matter what. I forgave them, I loved them. A person who really forgave. Yeah, so that's that whole Christ-likeness. Oh man. Yeah, you can't be holding. There's so much power in that. Yeah. So much power in that because even when I've, you know, when it comes to music, I've been wronged in this industry. I've been wronged in this and that, but I learned the power of forgiveness. And because of that, I continue to soar. I continue to see doors open because people, when they, when they are wrong, yeah. they shut down, Man. you know, and they close their opportunities that even your enemy can bring to you. Yeah. Man. <laughs> I, I said that was going to be for us. <laughs> you let me somewhere else now. <laughs> but with that, I see the power in that because like you said, it really then points you back to Christ because if I really believe that God is for me, then I really can't let whatever you've done to me bog me down. Exactly. The, if you finish that scripture, if God before you, who can be against you? So there's going to be people against you. Right. There's going to be that against you because you got to have if he's for you. So I've learned through all that. Now, none of us sit back and say, you know, I want everything to go wrong. No. But I told a friend of mine not too long ago that our definition of trials is backwards. Mm -hmm. We see it as a discouraging moment where the Bible tells us they only come to make you strong. Mm. So if we change our definition to trials and, and, and circumstances, we would, we would go through them a little bit differently. You know, this is only here to make me strong. So the IRS is here to only make me strong. Man. This one did me wrong, just here to make me strong. In closing, if you'll just, uh, again, to someone who appreciates the conversation that we had, but at this point, they're still not quite certain that they know how to get up out of the bed in the morning and start with one foot in front of the other. What's, what's, what's your closing words to that person? Roll out to bed. <laughs> there you go. Roll out to bed. The, the, the name of the musical is Born for This. Yeah. And, and I put it in, one, in, in, in a sentence that every, every one of us have a purpose. Every last one of us have a destination. So stop looking at other people because that's the problem most of the time. Yeah. We're looking at other people and seeing, well, how did that happen for them and not for me? Mm. Stop looking at everyone else and just move. Whether it's a finger, whether it's a foot, whether it's a toe, just move. Because if you move, this is what I learned on the treadmill when I'm talking to myself. Mm -hmm. BB, you don't want to be on this treadmill, but push that green light. Because if you push that green light, it's going to start moving. And before I know it, mm -hmm. I'm five, seven miles down the road. To learn more about Principles for Success and Chris Howell Communications, visit chrishowellonline.com. Once there, access our media archive and find out about the other ways that Chris Howell Communications can inspire, impact, and inform.